Hello and welcome to episode 171 of the So Video Games podcast, where we talk about any game at all, including new stuff, old stuff, and anything in between. If we are playing it, we will be talking about it. Today we are recording on March 26th, 2020. My name is Corey Motley, and I am 33.3 repeating percent of today's microsode, and I am back, motherfuckers. How are you? Hey, it's Corey. Uh, Corey, can't believe you're back, man. Where'd you come from, by the way? This is weird. Uh, I came from my mom's vagina. Oh. oh. And the show no, actually, actually, notes. that's not true. I was born via C-section, so I did not uh, have uh, contact with my mom's vagina. I'm sorry. TMI, in the beginning of this episode, I'm going to cancel is, it. Hey, this is, this is pr- prime this is, content. Yeah, this is like... What did you expect? If you're going to have me back on the show, this is exactly the kind of content I'm delivering for the show. No, it is. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, I'm here. I'm back temporarily. Don't get used to it, but I might pop in every once in a while. Uh, my name's Corey Motley. With me, I would say as always, but with me uh, as used to be always is Brad Galloway. <laughs> he is the editor of GameCritics.com. He is also 33.3 repeating percent of the show. How are you doing, Brad? I'm good. I'm really good. Looking forward to hearing you guys talk about today's game, and I'm very thrilled to have you back. I mean, I'm sure that most people know you and I did this show for a long time, and then you went away to this other chapter of your life, and Carlos uh, (laughs) has taken us on this new journey, but I'm so excited to have you back. I am glad to be back, Um, but we can, I'll get everybody caught up in a second, but I want to formally introduce Carlos, not that he needs any introduction, but uh, last but not least, um, Carlos Rodella is here. He is the final 33.3 repeating percent of the show. How are you, Carlos? It's been a while. I know. This is really fun. We are all in the same virtual room together. And uh, it's really cool to have you on the show again. And, um, yeah, it's been fun. I've been basically, you know, getting some of uh, Brad's Debbie Downer. It's it's like it's rubbing off on me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, just no. a little corrupting bit. corrupting Carlos. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Like today, we'll talk about a game, and it might be partly Brad's fault. I'll just put it out there that um, oh. that I'm a little frustrated. With but, no, it's been really fun, and it's awesome to have you on the show with us. We've only been on a show, all three of us together, like once. So, it's fun. I think that's true. But now we can never say that again because we will have been on the same show twice now. And again. Let's do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm back, everybody. This is not permanent, so don't get used to it. But um, I will maybe be popping in and out every once in a while. Um, I feel like at some point I'll come back on the show and just do like a like a True Life Corey Motley episode where I talk about all the shit that's been going on in my life for the past six months. But just so everybody knows... I am healthy. I am happy. Um, I, I mean, you know, coronavirus pandemic notwithstanding, because I am incredibly stressed out about that on a uh, minutely basis, if there is such a thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, ha- I did not, you know, have a terminal illness. I did not have surgery. I just took a little bit of time off from the show. Um, and to be frank, the reason why I haven't been back sooner is because I just haven't really been playing a lot of video games. Um, just so everybody's aware, I kind of like. Kind of, sort of, and I'm just as surprised as anybody about this. I, like, have become a tiny bit of, like, a Call of Duty bro. I've been playing Call of Duty a lot and Apex Legends with my friends from Atlanta, which is something I never thought I would say because I absolutely hate competitive online multiplayer. But it's fun to play with friends. Um, But I haven't been playing a lot lately. However, the main topic of discussion... I have been playing, so that's why I'm back, because I want to deep dive on a game specifically with Carlos, because I know he and I have both played it. Yes. 
And we have, well, I'm yeah. guessing, different opinions already. We, I, I we'll see, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll All see. right, we'll see. Interesting, interesting. Well, well, Corey, welcome back, sir. I am so glad you're here. Carlos, uh, welcome again. I am glad you're here also. It'd be weird if you weren't here. Yeah, but, um, okay. <laughs> Brad is actually not glad you're here. I Carlos. know. What, what was the alternative to that? And Carlos, I'm glad. I guess I'm glad you're here too, I guess. I am always, no, I am always glad you're here. I am always glad you're here. This has been... Uh, a, a, a wonderful journey to do it with, with Corey and then to do it with you. And then now you guys are both here. And so now we are doing our very first, um, you know, three man uh, show of this of this show. I mean, we were originally on your show, uh, Carlos, back in the day. So this is the first time for our show. And I'm just very excited. I'm very excited to see where this is going to go, how this chemistry is going to pop off. And it's just nice to talk to Corey again because uh, I haven't talked to him in quite a while. So it's kind of like the Three's Company or one of those shows where, like, they change cast members. <laughs> like a soap opera yeah yeah you know? and then all of a sudden like wait that person's back or like you know or the different <clears throat> cast i don't know yeah well i mean and and the good thing is like we don't depend on ratings we don't have any executives to answer to so we can have guest stars as often as or, or not as often as we like so i'm happy that we are guest starring uh our former co-hosts so anyway enough pleasantries um good to have you guys in the room and i'm glad you're both here because today's topic is actually Doom Eternal. Uh, I am not a Doom fan. I didn't like the last Doom, and I had zero interest in this one. So it was going to be real weird if me and Carlos were going to talk about it, because I wouldn't have much to add. Corey, that is your function today. Uh, and since you were the guest, and since I knew already, <clears throat> since we had arranged ahead of time that you'd be talking about it, <laughs> would you like to lead us off on Doom Eternal, sir? Um, I, oh boy, I really need to, um, warm up a little bit for this. I need to do some vocal nope, exercises you gotta go right or in. something. Um, nope, right all right, in. cold open, cold open. Okay. Um, yeah. So Doom Eternal came out. Um, I personally was a pretty big fan of Doom 2016. Whenever I played it, I kind of like when all the hype was, you know, like the, the preview hype was coming up, I was like, uh, it's Doom. Like how, how good can it be? And then I played it and I was like, okay, actually like this game is really incredible. Um, I really liked it. I thought, the action and it felt really it's kind of like really fast and intense in and in a way that a first person shooter hadn't felt to me up until then um and i prefer like sort of like tactical first person shooters anyway sort of like a like a rainbow six or a deus ex where you're kind of like taking cover and like stealthing around if you want to so doom you know it was just like like oh my god it's just like complete madness like jumping and leaping and pirouetting around these battle arenas and shooting hell demons and hellfire and blood and chainsaws and machine guns and it was like this intense game that i really liked i mean it had i'm not gonna say it's perfect you know there was some stuff that i thought wasn't great about it and in fact you can read my review on gamecritics.com for it if you want to go back and look for it because i think i wrote maybe a second opinion for it if i'm not mistaken at the time um but I really liked it. I've been really looking forward to Doom Eternal. Um, like I said, I haven't been playing video games a lot lately, but there are like a handful of games that have been coming out that I've been pretty excited about. Like I bought um, The Outer Worlds at the end of last year. That was one of the very few like story-based games that I played in the past six months. And then Doom Eternal, I knew I wanted to buy. And I was planning to go to Target to pick it up because I like to buy my games on disc because I'm an old man, but I did not want to risk getting sick and dying by going to Target, so I bought it on PSN, started playing it Thursday night, I beat it on Sunday night, and I've been replaying missions of it to do... Damn, you um, beat it fast. 
Yeah, it's because I don't have a life. I've oh. been quarantining, and I, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's right. I, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I live by myself. I'm quarantining. I don't. Um, I've been like shutting out the outside world. So, um, I basically just sat home and played it like the entire weekend. And not only have I beaten it, but I've been going back and I've played probably about half the missions to get all of like the secrets and the you know secret oh, stuff and yeah. leveling up the weapons and everything. Which is something I like about the Doom games is that. They are kind of linear, but there's still stuff to go back for if you're that kind of person. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. I don't want to deep dive too early. Like, Carlos, will you catch me up on, uh, like, how you came to it and what you thought about Doom 2016 before we deep dive? Yeah, totally. And real quick, a tangent. I wonder how many people now are uh, beating games because of the quarantine, right? Like- <laughs> that is a really good question, dude. I was kind of thinking the same thing myself. Yeah. And also... I mean, people were already downloading, but, like, that must have caused a huge spike in download as opposed to physical media, too. So, mm. I like, the the alteration of people's game-playing habits because of this outside factor. Really yeah. fucking interesting. Yeah, I don't know if we want to ask that question just because another Debbie Downer question <laughs> for, like, around this quarantine thing. But it is interesting because I feel uh, like... Maybe we should. That's a really interesting I think question. we should. That's a good question. Yeah. I think maybe you we'll should. ask it. I yeah. asked, I, I'd, like, question myself and then was like, no, nah, you should do it. <laughs> um, so I'm glad we all had that uh, conversation and we're going to do it. Ask that question. And yeah, I think that more people are, um, yeah, staying in and focusing on actually completing games. So, uh, where I come from in the doom series is I've definitely played the old school ones, uh, old man as well, and played them when they first came out, thought they were fun. It was, it was never like my favorite game in the world back then, but then 2016 version came out and I got what they were doing. But this is kind of like um, a signpost ahead and what I thought of this one is that the one that, you know, what their whole mechanic was is go in quick, do a bunch of attacking first, and that's how you'll beat this game. And if you don't, you don't have another option. And I didn't like that very much, but I also felt like it was a little more forgiving than Eternal. I might be wrong here, but it's just my, my remembrance of it. So when I did do that kind of style, which I'm not used to, I like wasn't happy with it, but I like seemed to not be too bothered by it. So now when I went back in Eternal, it seemed like everything's, you know, ratcheted up to 12 instead of 10. And it's all insane. And I do like the ridiculousness of the kills because uh, I said this on a podcast before, but um, I guess the creative directors were looking at Evil Dead 2 as inspiration. And you can see that, I'm sure, Corey, right? I mean, I'm not super... I've never actually seen the Evil Dead movies. Oh, I know, what? I know, I know, I know. I mean, I know about them, but I have not seen them. I'm sorry, Okay, guys. well, it's okay. You know what? Quarantine, Evil Dead 2, download it. time, bro. You got nothing but time. <laughs> bro, you, seriously. You watch that and then go back and play Doom, you'll have a great time. So I like the ridiculous of it, ridiculousness of it. But that being said, it, it really is like you can't hold back you can't defend you can't hide anywhere you've got to go forward to get more stuff here's my biggest problem with the game it's my light deep dive i don't think we're really going to do deep dive today anyhow light dive light shallow dive a shallow in the dangerous yeah your dangerous dive into the shallow end don't hit your head please i have my floaters on and i'm in the four foot (laughs) part but um it just seems like you just go around in circles like you just any map that you have Basically, it gets locked off, and so you can't keep going. It's not open world. You can't keep you know, going through and finding areas. Yes, there's buildings and stuff within the section that you're in, but that section gets locked off. You've got to beat who the, you know, th- these monsters that are in there. And I just find myself, again, probably by design, 
but not having fun by going in circles, going up the, up the little sh- bouncy pad and then getting more stuff and then coming back down and then killing someone to get health points. Uh, it just feels boring to me. Like, yes, minute to minute, there's like some really cool explosions happening and blood and guts. But if you're out of ammo in this game, you have... Which no- happens all the time. Which happens the all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. You have no attack. And like... One of my favorite shooters ever of all time now is. Wait, Ra- you have no attack. You have no, no melee attack. Or chainsaw no, or there's there's a melee. There's a melee. There's attack. a melee it's, that it's does. It's really weak though. It's, weak. it's really weak. It can't kill anything. <clears throat> like a fucking skeleton or whatever those little guys are. If you like <laughs> melee them, they don't die. They're just like, yeah, I got it. Cool. What you? What else? <laughs> I took it's like that the punch. Of, like what shoving somebody. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's like a shove. That's what it is. You have a shove. Brad, you've got a shove. You have a rude Ooh. gesture. Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm going to flip you the bird. And the skeleton's like, I don't care. Okay, so besides that, you do have a chainsaw, but it runs out of gas. So you're like running around with a chainsaw that's just like, dun, 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 dun. I got no gas. And you're pushing people. <laughs> so that is fucking not fun. And then, yeah, okay, I killed somebody and I got back into it. But I just hate that underpowered feeling. In a game where it's supposed to make you feel overpowered. And before I go into other parts, I'll let Corey speak again of his deeper thoughts on. But I will say, you know, like like you just alluded to, there's such limited ammo. And then you've got a race to get it. And when you do get mm-hmm. it, I just still don't feel badass. Like in Rage 2, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, I always felt like I had an option. You know what I mean? I always felt like I had some sort of melee that did something. Uh, like cut people's heads off and stuff. It's crazy. Or a little bit of a gun here and there. But in this one, I felt I felt screwed. <laughs> a little, a little bit of a gun. Yeah, just like the barrel. A, you know, just a just little bit. A, just, just the tip. Yes, just the tip. Oh, well, let me ask. What... Let me let me ask. No, don't cut that part out. No. Let me ask you guys. Um. So I haven't played this. I I remember what it was like in the first Doom, where you 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 had to like do the kills right to get the. Is it the same in this one? Like if you. They can't possibly have you just running from ammo box to ammo box. I mean, is there a way to replenish your ammo as you're playing? Like, what is the mechanic for it? Okay, so let me... I'll, I'll take the lead and break this down real quick. So, because I actually kind of agree with a lot of what Carlos just said. I have a feeling I like Doom Eternal more than Carlos, but I think that some of the stuff that he was just talking about, I can echo because I one of the things that I like about Doom 2016 that does not exist in Doom Eternal is that A... You have the little pea shooter pistol in Doom 2016. It never runs out of ammo. It's not very good, but you have it all the time, and it never runs out of ammo. Ah. That pistol pistol is gone in Doom Eternal. It does not exist in Doom Eternal. So you don't have a little unlimited ammo pea shooter anymore. Your melee in Doom 2016 could stagger enemies into the glory kill state where you press R3 and you do like that. Oh, that's right. But that, but hold on, but that doesn't happen in Doom Eternal either. So they're taking things out, which I don't like about Doom Eternal. So you have, you're totally right in saying that you have all these guns, you have very limited amount of ammo, you don't have the pistol pea shooter, your melee attacks don't stagger anybody anymore. The only, the only correction I can add here is that. You do have the chainsaw, and it does run out of gas, and it has it can hold three units of gas, but the first unit will replenish over time if you use it. However, the first unit, if you only have one unit of gas on the on the chainsaw, it can only kill like the little zombies that walk around. I think it may be like the soldiers with the gun arms and the yeah, imps, which the are like the weakest enemies in the game. Yeah. So something, and it took me a long time to get on board with this because in Doom uh, Eternal, when you glory kill. 
uh, demons, which is when they flash orange and you perform like the finishing move on them, that gives you more health, but it doesn't give you anything else but health. You never get ammo from that. If you chainsaw enemies, they spill ammo everywhere, which is the same oh, okay, as okay. yeah, it's yeah. the same as Doom 2016. And if you use that, there's a new mechanic in Doom Eternal where he has this little like flamethrower on his shoulder, and if you use the flamethrower. It like it just kind of like spurts fire for like three seconds, and whenever you light enemies on fire, they start dropping armor. So there's three different mechanics that give you three different things, like the glory kills are for health, the chainsaws for ammo, and the flamethrowers for armor. But something that took me a long time to way too long to get on board with and Doom Eternal is that I kept running out of ammo too because there's not like there's ammo pickups in the battle arenas, but there's not there weren't enough of them like to maintain me in battle because you have the two machine guns that take the same ammo the two shotguns that take the same ammo the plasma gun and that like spear plasma thing that take the same ammo um and then you have like the bfg and i can't remember what else but you have like basically two guns per ammo source so you're kind of like cycling through your weapons and once one of them's empty it like auto cycles to the next type of weapon um, but it took me a long time because in Doom 2016, the chainsaw, I always kind of used that as like a get out of jail free on like a big enemy card. So if there was like a giant, like, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know the enemy names, but like, you know, something that was very deadly that I didn't really want to fuck with. I was just like, boom, I'll get my chainsaw out. I'll kill you. It's kind of like an easy one hit. And then I'll get a bunch of ammo too. But the problem with Doom Eternal is that I ended up chainsawing, I ended up only using my chainsaw on like the weakest enemies in the game because generally in battle sequences and between battle sequences, there's kind of like just zombies kind of shambling around here and there. And you're supposed to kind of use them to refill your, your armor with the flamethrower and your ammo with the chainsaw. Which, like, once you get on board with it, it works. But I still don't think it's a good mechanic because I miss having my get-out-of-jail-free chainsaw. I don't like... If I have this badass chainsaw, why would I want to use it to kill the weakest enemies in the game yeah. over and over and over again just to get ammo? And that's what you have to do, and I don't think that's good gameplay. And, and on top of that, that flamethrower is crap. Like it that, is crap. It's like it a, is. It, like, it literally, like, it, like, here's what it does, okay? It urinates fire. It, like, pees a little oh, bit of fire man. out. It's like, peep, 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 peep. And then you have to, and then it goes away, and you're like, pip, pip, pip. You're, like, shooting blanks. Yeah. It's it's just it's, it's a, not it's not good yeah it's a silly mechanic and um and like you just said it's it's yeah you're doing that with chainsawing a bunch of like regular nobody skeletons and you don't want to waste it on that but you just seemed like you have to because it's your yeah a, it's your ammo maker it's your yep. armor maker and that is not fun <laughs> I'll say this too um anything anytime I have felt like a badass in the game I felt like it was a parlor trick like I feel like behind the scenes. I had done just the right thing. I went from point A to point B to point C, got the ammo, did the one, two, and three, jumped over the obstacle with the thing, and got the armor and shot off the guy's little fucking laser thing on top of his body. <laughs> I did all the things just right, and then the game gave me like a, a show. You know, it's like, you did it. Good job. Look what you did. You're so good. You look, See how good you are? It's a parlor trick, this game. In Rage 2, which I'll go back to, you feel like a badass because you're doing mechanics that are awesome. Like you're dodging, you're, you're jumping, you're using the right guns at the right times, and you're not worrying about trying to shoot a little fucking fire flame, do a <laughs> chainsaw. You know, this is my soapbox, by the way, and I'm on it. 
Uh, <laughs> both feet firmly planted. Both feet. Because like it just feels like I'm always trying to do something. Now, I'm not saying you can't have fun with it because Corey did. I'm sure a ton of people are. But for me and my money, that's not a – it doesn't feel like a, a fun experience of actually like granular and gritty – a shooting game it just feels like a show that's my that's my rant interesting <laughs> i mean as, I would... a, as, as, a, as a just a casual observer who has not played it sounds like doom eternal needs a really good urologist i mean it's got it's got <laughs> burning pee and it's shooting blanks and so there's all sorts of problems going on with this oh equipment oh and it's God. just a tip by the way brad that's just the tip and it is it. just the tip oh so God. i think maybe bethesda please can we call this episode just a second. tip please <laughs> Well, That's totally what, fine. I can do that. Thank you. So I would, I mean, I I don't know. I agree with a lot of things you're saying, but I would also like argue that, well, first of all, Rage 2 is like not a great game. So I don't oh. know why you like it. And oh, second of all, fired. it doesn't matter. All, you're, like, it's fine. You can say an incorrect statement on the podcast. I'm fine with that. I mean, hey, you're you're filling in temporarily for me, so I can kick you off oh. any day now and come back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I, I also think that Rage 2 is, like, fundamentally a completely different game than Doom, so I don't really think that, like... I mean, I get that, you know, you like a game, and it's another shooter, and it's published by the same company, um, but I think it's fundamentally a different game, so I don't know if it's really fair to be like, oh, well, Doom, why doesn't Doom do this thing that Rage does? But I, I get it, because, you know, I have games that I like, too, that I think are... Um, you know, I wish that they would maybe implement those things into to other games. Um, yeah, it's just a it's shooting experience. I, I understand it's not apples <clears throat> apples. Totally. Yeah, it yeah. is a shooting a shooting experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think it's interesting though that you. Um, whenever you're talking about the parlor trick thing where you say like, oh, well, you know, if I did this kind of like somewhat like scripted thing that the game like congratulated me for it because I felt like the entire time I was playing Doom Eternal, that game did not congratulate me one time. It just kept like beating me over the head with the frying pan. And it was like, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, impress me, impress me, fuck you. And But it kind of in a way that I like because I think when I played Doom 2016, um, at the time, I had had the thought, I don't know if I wrote this in my review or not, but I'd had the thought where, like, like you're not, like, like Doom 2016 is not here to impress you. Like, you're here to impress it. Like, right. it brings the show, and, like, you're here to show what you've got. And I feel similarly with that about Doom Eternal, but I do think that Doom Eternal is more, um, I think it's more unforgiving. I think they're, the, the combat mechanics of the... The chainsaw, the flamethrower, like, I wish that they would just give you more ammo drops in the levels. Because for a game that's fundamentally about, like, insane, over-the-top, killing hell demon action for, like, 90% of the game, like, it's bullshit that it, they're like, okay, here's your four bullets, go right. kill these hell right. demons. Like, see, yeah. see and by the way, to, to, to further my point there, I, I didn't mean, when I said, like, uh, they give you a show, no, they beat you down the whole time. But the, but the, the ta-da, like, oh, you succeeded is like the next, you can go to the next level. Because basically, <laughs> I'm saying like, you know, or like a, a glory kill or something, right? Like if you mm -hmm. do something like really cool looking, they'll be like, well, look at this. We took his head off and we shoved it up his ass. Cool. Look at that. You got to see it. <laughs> but the reason you saw that was because you did the right things. You know what I mean? It wasn't because you, I don't know. I, I, my last point I'm going to say is, it's kind of going off what you said. It is such a bombastic game. It is killing a fuck ton of demons in the most outlandish ways in the craziest of places. By the way, we didn't even mention the atmosphere, which I think uh, is awesome. It's like really beautiful, like huge, you know, uh, uh, building sized demons in the distance. Yeah, it's so cool, right? Now, if they give me a pea shooter or a little bit better than a pea shooter, why not just a regular machine gun that has unlimited ammo? Okay, you watch how quickly I'm going to beat that game tonight, because then I'm just like fucking 
tears of joy because I'm never <laughs> worrying about, like you said, these kind of uh, low ammo things. I'm just wor- having fun with how do I do the puzzle of that you want me to do, you know? But I, I think the ammo is the biggest part for me. What, do you mind if I ask what difficulty level you're playing on? I played on regular, normal, whatever it is. Okay, because yeah. something that I found is that I played through all, the entire game on normal, except for like the last half of the last mission. It got so intense for me that I didn't realize that I could um, alter the difficulty level in the middle of the game. So I had to turn it down to easy. And I mean, like I would say if you're like not having the best time to turn it down to easy because the game is way more manageable um on easy than it is on normal for me at least yeah i did switch it easy just the last time because i knew we were going to talk about it uh last night just to kind of get through one section that was giving me a problem and i did um but i still ran up ammo like i still had to shoot that fucking little fire thrower bullshit so I don't know. I, I don't right, know. Guys, there you go, Brad. Right. That's our, that's our Here review. We go. All right, we did a lot. Are of we, talk hold to do. on. Are oh. we not gonna talk about how awful the jumping and platforming is in the game? Are we not even gonna touch that surface? I mean, like, this is a microsode, so I feel like we're hitting the kind of <laughs> upper limit wall. Of time. I, I think say, you kind of just said it. You kind of just said it. You did, and also there's like Assassin's Creed like jumping from area to area. Like, what's that about? Yeah, it's the climbing is terrible. The platforming is terrible. Um, that's really all there is to say on that. But I will, like, if we're kind of giving, like, a bottom line statement, I will say that I do, right now I've done the thing that I always do, where I get on a show and all I do is complain about a game, despite the fact that I like it. That's very <laughs> much, like, in, that's, that is you your know, jam. kind of how I talk. Yeah, that's my jam. Because I do like Doom Eternal. I think Doom 2016 is better. Um, I think I prefer it. But I still think twenty or Doom Eternal is good. I was pretty frustrated in several parts, though, with some of the platforming, with some of the new enemy types. Um, there's an enemy called a Marauder, and every time he shows up, I would like nearly throw my controller in rage because I kept dying from him because he attacks in a different way than literally every other enemy in the game. What's the guy with the little really... thing on the t- on his back that shoots you from a distance? Who's that? Uh, he's talking about the spider. Yeah, he's always got, got like a little laser that you got to shoot off on the top of him, and he he shoots you like for anywhere you are, like on the map, he shoots you. Oh, uh, I mean, if you're talking about the spider, that's one of the guys that has like the laser on his back, Maybe, but it's like yeah. the big spider. Um, but there's an enemy called a marauder, and I don't know if you've come across him yet, Carlos. But he basically has like a shield, and you have to do this like cat and mouse thing with him where like you have to get like at mid-range and then you wait for him because he'll shoot you if you're really close and he'll throw these like plasma axe things at you if you're really far but if you get like in a mid-range his eyes flash green and then you know to attack him but you have like a fucking split goddamn second to shoot him when his eyes flash green and he's the only enemy in the game. Everything else, it's just like balls to the wall, unload as many bullets as you can, but this one enemy, it's like, all right, like, let me, let's do a little, like, parry thing and then my shield and then my eyes are gonna flash and you have to shoot me and it's so fucking annoying. That sounds terrible. It's so annoying. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Um, I will say my final statement is I think people will find joy in it. Um, I think there's a lot of fun, unlockable stuff. There is doom to be had. If you like 2016, you're going to like it. <laughs> but like, I agree with you, too, which, yeah, I guess we do agree a bunch on this episode. I think 2016 one I like better. I like having just a little bit of uh, that melee goes a long way, you know, just being able to do that and not feel underpowered. I felt underpowered and overpowered and then underpowered and overpowered. And that's not a fun experience for me to have shooting wise also the one thing i will say i'll leave a positive is i like jumping up in the air and um getting those eyeball guys like into like uh where you can kill them state you know 
mm. uh, flashing or whatever. And I like jumping up in the air and like from a distance, like grabbing them. You know what I mean? Like just jumping off a platform and like onto the eyeball and then tearing it apart. Like that was yeah. really fun. The um the kill animation for those guys, whenever one of the glory kills where he like grabs the tooth and grabs the eye and like pulls the eye out, that's the only kill animation in that game that grosses me out every single time I see it. Like <laughs> him like ripping the green eyeball out yeah, of the yeah, demon. Yeah. It really kinda grosses me out. But it's so like I said, it's so over the top <laughs> that they really try to do that so that you just kind of find it more humorous and I and I do, so <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. It sounds like we have covered <laughs> Doom Eternal, at least for the purposes of this microsode. Thank you both very much for chipping in i think that uh listeners will have a lot to chew on what you guys have discussed i didn't play that fucking game because i'm not really a doom guy um so before doom we wrap guy. just i want to give a couple shout outs to something else just so people like me who don't care about doom will have at least something to take away from this episode <laughs> um <laughs> brad is salty he's bringing the salt little today. little salty tonight little <laughs> i had salty some tonight. i had some salt this episode come on yeah, you actually were on fire, Carlos. You were kind of reminding me of me, which is kind of nice. So uh, I took over I for you. Think I'm rubbing. Yeah, you definitely took the Brad seat tonight. And somehow um, I'm the voice of reason on the show this week. What the hell? What going is going on? on? Night is day, day is night, up <laughs> is down. Uh, I want to give really quickly a quick shout out to a game called Tangle Deep on the Switch. This is a. It looks like a 16-bit plus graphics, like really good graphic quality. It's a roguelike turn-based tactics light rpg elements uh but there is a good story to it and a good diversity in characters good diversity of mechanics it's really a wonderful wonderful tactics roguelike game it was one of my favorite games um the year it came out uh but a lot of people just did not get into it i think it hit at the time something else bigger came along and i think it just got lost in the shadow uh but it is a wonderful wonderful game really worth checking out if you like uh tactics games or roguelike games uh, it's got a brand new DLC, which releases free uh, today, actually. So if you already own the game, you can check in for a brand new character, a brand new storyline, a lot of balance fixes, a lot of tweaks. And there's also an additional DLC. The second one is not free, but it adds like a very challenging like endgame campaign, a bunch of new stuff. So if you want some tactics, you want some roguelike, or if you own this game and haven't gone back to it for a while, or if you haven't checked this game out... I give this game like my best possible recommendation. I love Tangle Whoa. Deep. I had basically no complaints about it when I played it. It was really wonderful. Um, so check out Tangle Deep on the Switch. I think it's also on PC, but all of the new stuff is on Switch starting today. And speaking of DLC, hold that on, hold on, today. hold on. Okay, okay, what? I have to insert a classic Corey dad joke oh, before shit. we move on. Oh, Are you shit. ready? Yeah, I had ready. to bring one to the show. Okay. <clears throat> if it's dlc and it's free can we call it dl free Ooh, we can't we can <laughs> we could bring in i'm that. sorry i'm sorry i had to no 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 bring in that cory flavor that is definitely an old school cory comment god damn it sure. okay. <laughs> please let's move on what were you gonna say brad let's like uh, no, moving on well speaking of which it's good that you're on the show today because i can tell you thank you on the air in front of everybody you uh sent me a message this morning and let me know that control which was my game of the year, the year it came out, and uh, a lot of people's game of the year. That and was my runner-up for game of the year. Yeah, the stuff I yeah, it's on my absolutely. list. It was like three or four, I think. Yeah, I think we're all pretty big Control fans, more or less. Um, but it has a new story-based DLC. I know they had one kind of DLC that came out a while ago, and if I'm not mistaken, it was just some sort of a challenge mode or something. Like it, yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with the story. I didn't play it. I'm like, I want story or nothing. But today, it's called The Foundation. just came out today, and it's about continuing the story i believe it concerns the 
lady who is the head of security um, and she disappears at some point during the main campaign of control so this is about what happened to her you go tr track her down in the bowels of the oldest house um, I'm about maybe two hours into it Corey did you jump into it today or did you not I was too busy playing Doom to make sure I was knowledgeable for the show to try. I have it downloaded, but I have not played it yet. All right, cool. I'm about two hours into it, and I got to say, um, it is rough coming back to Control after not playing it for a couple months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I that game not... will kick your ass in a heartbeat. Oh, dude. I could not remember the buttons, and I'm like, wait a minute. What gun was I using last time? And, oh, shit. What is this? Oh, like, I just, I forgot. I mean, I loved it. It was my game of the year. I loved it, but, boy, I took a break and all that knowledge and all those reflexes and all that muscle memory just like left me hardcore. Dude, you think so, that's bad? Go to the ending of the game. Remember how we talked about this um, in a podcast? Yes, yes. So yes, the ending yes. of the game, as you know, uh, I'm sure in the well, main Corey, campaign, in the main campaign yeah. is bullshit. And yeah, it makes terrible. you do this one whole thing with one life for some reason, right? That circular yeah. room. That circular room. Um, no, no, not the the one where you're just going all the way to meet. You're talking guy. about the platforms, and you fall off the fucking platforms in it's the a, middle of the. It's the red area where they put a bunch of uh, bad guys at you, and you go to the next. Oh, area. okay, okay. You're talking. Okay, you're talking about the, the, the one past the circular room. Okay, gotcha. Yes, past the circular. It's like it's where you're gonna go meet um, the guy at the top or whatever. Your brother. Your whatever, brother. Whatever yeah. His name is. Yeah. Anyway, so. They want you to do that whole thing in one shot, and if you fuck up or whatever, it's over, which is crazy. They don't even save it to the one section or whatever. And then, yeah, I went back to see, like, hey, I want to go play the DLC. I'll just, you know, get through this last part. And, uh, yeah, like you said, I forgot all how my tactics were, like, you know, where to do the shield. Do I do the shield? Do I float? I, do I even float? Like, <laughs> I forgot. Am I supposed to float? Am I, I don't even know. Should I stay on the ground? And so mix that with like a fucking difficult section. And like I rage quit. And I immediately mm. tweeted Remedy and said, hey, Remedy, can you patch the end of your game? Because I can't play your DLC. Well, that's a good question. Because so, OK, so let me ask you this, Carlos, because when I started my game, I did complete control um, when I played it when it was new. And I saved because I knew there was DLC coming. When I started the game, it started me out in the headquarters of like where where all your buddies are at. It's like the executive wing or whatever it is. It's like the peaceful zone. And I could just select the quest from there and just start it. When you started the game, did it give you the option to just choose doing the DLC quest? Or did it not give that option? Because I would Wait, assume it oh, seems like you could probably just start at any time. I, I want to. And I, that'd be great if that's uh, – and I'll try it as soon as this podcast is over. But like when I went in – um, I hadn't bought the DLC yet, so oh, okay, okay. I bet you it just like put me back in that fucking terrible okay, area. Yeah. <laughs> because well, of, I, yeah, 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 so I should try that then. Well, if you were if you saved, if your last save was in that shitty zone, and I know exactly what you're talking about, is a really shitty zone. I'm guessing that you could just go back to your last um, checkpoint, fast travel out, and the way that the DLC started for me, you could just it just came up as a quest, and you could select it. I believe you probably don't need to finish the game to do that quest. I mean, that's my guess. Right. But, but the way also, that it's structured, it seems like you could do it. But I mean, but I'm not excusing that part. I'm I know, because that sounds it, like a, a bad answer, unfortunately. Not for, from you, but in general. <laughs> right? Because then you like you don't... Because I know that end part, there's a part after the ending. And I watch some of it, because we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, like, it's I really cool. It's really cool. I never watch stuff on YouTube that are endings. But this time I was so mad because I love this game so much. I did watch it. There's a really cool end end. And... I want to be in that part of it before I take the DLC on. You know what I mean? That's just kind of a completeness. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. So, right, anyways. I mean, it's not a great answer, but I, I think technically for anybody who's curious, I'm pretty sure you can start the DLC without having completed the game. 
I think it just is like a selectable quest. All so, right. Anyway. Hey, before anyway, we get out, out yeah. It's out, yeah. Hold on. Before we get out of Microsoft, uh, I want to thank Transylvania on Twitter for the suggestion of me starting Alliance Live. Trashylvania. Uh, Trashylvania. What did I just say? Transylvania. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> I want to thank the entire country of Transylvania. I, I want to thank them too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Alliance Live uh, for the RPG, the turn-based RPG, is very good. Uh, good. He is very right. It is super fun, and I'm I'm on track to beat it. I feel like I'm just like I lost wow. myself in it. Yeah, I really I'm maybe like a third of the way right now, but I can feel myself just wanting to to, to resolve the story. Uh, I won't go into it now. We'll go into another podcast. But yeah, thanks for that suggestion. I really dig it. Excellent. Excellent. All right, cool. All right, guys. Well, I mean, this has been really fun. I would love to do it again, but this is one of the microsodes, so we are going to wrap it up. This is basically the end of the show. Folks, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, Carlos and I will be back next week. I'm guessing Corey might not be back next week, but we can look forward to Corey joining us perhaps again in the future, I think, uh, maybe? Yeah, if I find... Um, this was very like uh, serendipitous because Brad was like, oh... Have you thought about coming back to the show ever? This is in Twitter DMs, by the way, for everybody listening. And I was like, well, I haven't been playing that much, but I did just buy Doom. And he was like, oh, Carlos played Doom. And I was like, all right, let's talk about it. And it was that easy to come back. So I feel like if I play, if I actually keep up with playing games, I can come back and deep dive on some stuff. But the pressure of playing games, that sounds so stupid. Like, ooh, woe is me playing games. Ooh, I feel sorry for me. Um... Like, uh, the pressure of having to play games to come to the show is not what I'm into right now. But if I do play something, I'll keep yeah. you guys informed and then I can come yeah, back. Yeah, 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 like, organically, you know, like, microsodes, I think, are good for that. We just kind of talk about one game and, and if it happens to be one you're playing, then we'll, you know, we'll do it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If it works out, great. If not, I think between Carlos and I, we play basically every game that comes out. <laughs> we do. We play all <laughs> the games. We got that part covered. Every absolutely. single game, so. yes. <laughs> anyway, all right. Anyway, we'll see what happens in the future. But in the meantime, folks, we would love your questions and comments. You can reach us, SoVideoGamesPodcast at gmail.com. You can also post comments at GameCritics.com when the show goes up there. And we are on Twitter as a show collectively, at SoVideoGames. But you can reach us individually. It's probably the better way to go. Corey, where can people find you on social media? Or do you want them to find you on social media? <laughs> That's a better question. Um, yeah, I wish I could pull like a witness protection thing and say that I don't want to be found. But I mean, my all my socials are open and I will still talk to people about video games if they want. Um, that's fine because I'm still playing stuff here and there. Um, they can find me at Twitter is the best place to reach me. Uh, my uh, handle is my first and last name, Corey Motley, C-O-R-E-Y-M-O-T-L-E-Y. It's also the same on Instagram. I'm also Corey Motley on Instagram. I don't post anything video game related over there. But um, yeah, I'm available. If you want to find me, that's that's the way to do it excellent excellent carlos where can people find you this week well you can find me again on twitter because uh i'm not um i don't have a spam bot on my account anymore uh thank oh you. yeah yeah you, thank you for everybody yeah, for you sent me a thing the other day everybody dm'd me like immediately i got like my phone just started blowing up and what's interesting about that um for those of you who don't know i got a uh, spam bot access my account and just uh, sent out an advertisement for Ray-Ban sunglasses. Um, and I thought it was funny because, A, Ray-Ban sunglasses are normal sunglasses that are overpriced, in my opinion. True. B, um, it was like a sale for like $30 or whatever like that. And it's just amazing that so many people that I haven't heard from in a long time, actually I heard because of that spam bot. I was like, oh, man, I haven't talked to you for so long. What's up? They're like, oh, we just want to make sure you're okay because we just saw some crazy shit. I'm like, yeah, I know. But what are you up to? So, like, thanks, Spambot. 
I think you've just tapped into a dark secret of the modern age is if you want to reconnect with people you haven't talked to in a while, just tweet out like some random bullshit sales stuff and people will think you've been hacked. <laughs> yeah, you can just do it yourself and then actually not get a spam bot on your account. Uh, so yeah, I'm on Twitter <laughs> again. O-N-A-W-A. Excellent, excellent. And as always, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. It's my name, B-R-A-D-G-A-L-L-A-W-A-Y, all A's, no O's. And that is it for us. Thank you again, folks, for listening to the So Video Games podcast. Uh, Corey, thank you for making your special guest appearance. Great to have you back, buddy. And the show will be back next week. Uh, But in the meantime, this is bye from Brad. And bye from Corey. And uh, bye from Carlos. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know. Every week it's something. It's something different. (laughs) Normally I just do a whole sentence. It's not even bye. Um, All right, just a tip. We're done. Just a tip.